Hey, Paul, uh, come record a podcast. Let's do this. Cannot do. Sorry, matey. Why? Uh, I'm actually going to go shoot off to Mozambique. Mozambique? What yeah. are you going to do there? Well, I'm going to basically go share the good news of how good I am at building mud huts to people who are way better at building mud huts than I am. Right. Yeah, going on a mission, short-term mission. Cool. <laughs> Hi, guys. It is the Three Views on Podcast here with Michael. Paul and Simon, your three views on experts. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to be having a chat. <laughs> experts. Uh, it's good. Uh, we're going to be having a chat today, uh, as you might have caught from the intro on missions. Mm. Uh, and Doing a and Christi- Christian app. Yeah, basically another little Christian snippet. Because uh, as, as you know, if you followed us for a while, the three of us are all Christians. Uh, and we hold that pretty closely to our core identities. Uh, as I do. do you, you could even Paul? say that it is our foundation. Some, some would say yeah. the actual core identity. Yeah. It is your identity. It is you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we like to throw in a, an episode like this every now and then on yeah. what we've been thinking about faith and life. Uh, and today, mm. we'd like to talk about missions. Well, yeah, missions. Building mud huts for people who already know how to build mud huts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went and just, you know, really helped them out. Collapsed, built four shoddy mud huts, and they've all collapsed on the <laughs> inhabitants. Well, look, let's 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 start by <laughs> going, building building a definition. Build a hospital. Sorry, okay. <laughs> building a hospital. Out of mud, <laughs> just perpetuating the problem. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, let's let's start by putting a bit of a definition. Sure. What what is when when a Christian person says, "Hey, I'm going on a on missions." What does that mean? I say it depends whether you're talking about what people tend to mean or what yeah. it should well, what, mean. What do people tend to mean, Simon? People tend to mean that they're going to a faraway place mm-hmm. yeah, and that they're going to do something good. Something good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What generally classifies as something good in a, in well, a Christian standpoint? Of, well, in a, often it's to uh, do some kind of humanitarian work with the guys, with that guy so that you can kind of just slip the gospel in there. Mm. Yeah. So I guys often, is in like... The, the, we the were, vague mask, not the yes. guys is in the blokes. Well, the, the boys. Yeah, the vague mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I often like in that situation, and I don't have a chip on my shoulder at all. I've never done a, a short-term mission or a long-term mission in that definition. I always like to say to people like, what have you been doing lately then? What have you been doing for your whole life since you got saved? You've got the Matthew 28, Christ rising from the dead, telling his disciples, go make disciples of all nations. Um, baptizing them, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, teaching them everything I've commanded you, that sort of thing. Mm. Like whether you do that in a foreign country or whether you do that here, that is your mission as a Christian. Yes. So basically I'm going on a mission. It sets up this weird false dichotomy where there are some people who assume that there's this thing that you go and do, which is a mission. Yeah. Where you go to a nation where perhaps there aren't yeah. so many people already there. And if you stay at home, then you don't have to do the mission. Yeah. yeah. You got Which, out of the mission. In reality, it's a way less sexy thing to be on mission in Hobart. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't get to post photos with little black children. Like, how many of those do you guys see in your feed all the time? Mm, oh, not lots. Okay. A few. And they're not bad. Look, I've got nothing against that. <laughs> got nothing against little black children. <laughs> I shouldn't even have to say that. But you know what I mean? It's a way less cool and seen as a way less hardcore yeah. to be like, I'm actually going to live for Christ in like 52 weeks a year in Kingston or in Sandy Bay than I'm going to go over to Chad and share the gospel there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. So what we've done here is we've, we, you, you've taken us, Paul, and you've jumped straight into the deep end of this. In That's that Paul. Word. We're saying that missions mm. uh, isn't about going overseas. 
No. It isn't about humanitarian aid. No. It's about what you do with your faith. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think uh, it's doing doing all things to the glory of God yeah. um, and, and therefore fulfilling the Great Commission as well. Yeah, publicly declaring the uh, the gospel. So what you guys are saying is that someone who lives down the road from me in Launceston, mm. who attends their local church, yeah, uh, and who helps out at Sunday school is on mission. Absolutely, brother. And he and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you can do that at church, and you can do that at, um, you can do that in Chad in Central Africa. But you can also just do it in the in your eating and drinking. Like the Bible also has that as a way of glorifying God and and pursuing Christ likeness. You so know what I'm saying? What do you reckon is the core of the concept of mission then? What is it? What does it actually mean to be on mission as a Christian? I th- I think I've got a slightly different picture in my head than Paul. Paul's saying um, doing all things to the glory mission. of God. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think when I think the word mission, I specifically think of the going into all the world and preaching the gospel as like our mission as Christians. Mm-hmm. Sure, our response to God is that we should give Him all glory, but our actual mission, our reason for being in this world is to share that love with other people mm-hmm. and sure the whole glorifying God in your, every part of your life obviously impacts that big time mm-hmm. and works as a good witness. But I think they're kind of not separate things, but do you know what I mean? Distinct. I don't think they're distinct. I think what I would say is that the, the glory of God stuff is your lowest common denominator. So that's, oh, that's the yeah, foundation yeah. on which all is built. Yes. And then, yeah, so mission, um, you can go on mission, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth, that sort of thing. Um, although, it, well, I mean, let's be real for one second. Like that, that was basically said, I'm bad with the geography, in Palestine or thereabouts. Um, that, that's, that was initially uttered. Yep. The Middle um, East somewhere, yeah. Where are we now? We're basically at the end of the earth. So we're here. The message has travelled this far over two thousand years, and we're down here <laughs> carrying on that mission, um, so, sharing so, the gospel with those who don't know Christ mm. as their Lord and their Saviour. Is the mission Hobart. done? Because we're at the ends of the earth. No. Why not? No, because there are, there are people who are clearly not under the lordship of Christ. They just don't know Christ as their Saviour. So I don't think that was aspirational in only a geographical sense. Mm. Like, all right, once we've actually pushed all the boundaries Once out, we've got the whole world map drawn, <laughs> that's it. Right. Once we've coloured in every tiny country yeah. on our big world map, um, we, can, we can do we it. We can go home. <laughs> but, but there still are places, obviously, that aren't reached. All coloured in on the map. Yeah, mainly. We haven't ticked that box, you know what I'm mm. saying? <laughs> so, I mean, I would find it difficult to say that all of the people at my local church... Mm. are living an active life of mission. Yeah, true. So uh, what I want to un- unpack there is what is the difference between your Christian who's living at home, uh, going along to church, but not on mission, which I, which I think would be an unwise thing to do as a Christian, yeah, in my definitely. opinion, as compared to someone who is on mission in their local community. What, what is the difference there? What, what, what are we looking at? Probably Christian maturity. Yeah, like the I mean the great principles, the tenets of the Christian faith, um, are that that we've got a saving message as Christians. That message has in it power, so that when we speak this foolish message, um, the the sort of scales fall off people's eyes, or God uses that message that we speak to make them 
um, realize that they need a savior. They're a sinner. They need a savior. Yeah. Um, and that our life is like a vapor. It's a very short time. We're on the brink of eternity here with, with heaven or hell in the equation afterwards. Like that, that's the foundations, some of the big pillars of Christianity. If you really get that, you will be on mission. Like if you really get that, you will be saying, how do I go to coals to the glory of God? Or like, how do I share the gospel while I'm ordering my subway? If you don't understand those things and they aren't realities in your life, then you probably won't be on mission and you'll pro- you could be your church going lukewarm father. Yeah. So what you're yeah. saying is is that to to be on mission as a Christian, which is basically I guess the point of being a Christian, mm. you understand who God is, mm-hmm. you understand what He's done for you in your life, and then as a response to that, you've caught on to what what Christians would consider the best news out there. Yeah. Um. There's 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 not only a, a moral obligation, but also a a common sense about saying this is this is pretty. Awesome yeah. stuff. Yeah, I have to share this with people. And mm. given and given that all that stuff is a, a mandate in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, um, it's actually the, a command. Yeah, so technically, if you're not doing it, it's actually disobedience. Yeah. So what we're saying is is the definition of Christian ministry, um, not ministry, the, the definition of Christian mission. Sorry, is someone who understands their faith mm. and is eager to share it. Yeah, that's right, and to and be I obedient. I, I think I would even go further than that. Underst- not only understand their faith and is eager to share it, but understand their faith. Faith, understand their face. They're, they understand their <laughs> they faith. They understand where their nose is. Yeah, that's right. Um, they understand their faith. Therefore, um, are compelled to share it. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Like I think yep. there's a nest. A necessary link or a causal link there. Yeah. I once heard this good analogy from a guy called Paul Washer. If you're a Christian and you love getting <laughs> your pants kicked, listen to that guy preach. Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of people will be like, hey, that's not fair. I understand it and I just don't have that urgency. He was saying, like, if I came to you um, and the building was on fire, I said, hey, quick, get out of the building. The building's on fire. And you're like, yeah, okay. He said, you would say that you understood him, but you showing by your actions you clearly don't get it at all. Yeah. If you just stay in the room that you're in and do nothing about your situation, you just haven't understood the guy. Yeah. If you say, oh, no, I've got to get out of this building. I've got to grab my valuables. I've got to grab my family. I've got to get out. Then you've understood. So the proper understanding necessarily leads to action, I mm. think. Okay. So I think that's a pretty good good definition of what Christian mission is. I could be wrong. Well done, Paul. I could I could be totally wrong on no, all I think, of this. I think, I think all three of us would agree that <laughs> yeah. the concept of mission is understanding that that what we what we know as Christians, what we truly believe, what our, our core foundations on, yes. is that that Jesus died for us mm-hmm. because we're in a sticky situation that we can't get out of ourselves. Very sticky. Really sticky. A lot of stickiness. <laughs> Very sticky. <laughs> um, and, and, and 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 in that he has he's taken us out of that. And 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 that that joy that comes from that, that mm. understanding that you know what things are resolved now, and anybody is entitled to that. Mm. They, yeah. they they God has done it. Um, it drives us then to share that. Yeah, and definitely. and that is that is what Christian mission is: is the sharing of of the good news, the gospel, as they call it. That's exactly right, and that's why it is including, but not limited to, going overseas and preaching. Mm. Yeah. So that brings us to the the second part of the podcast I wanted to talk about, and that is that when people talk about missions, they often talk about a whole variety of different things. So I want to sort of uh, narrow down and sort of flesh out. What exactly, we've sort of already discussed the definition of what mission is, but what mm. exactly do people do on missions and why do they do it? So the biggest one, you open the podcast with a bit of a joke about going overseas and building mud huts 
uh, yeah. when you're not a very good mud hut builder. And a lot of people, you would look at that and you go, that's not really a mission trip. But I know a lot of really good people who uh, trust God. They want to serve God. And they they that even in going overseas to build mud huts, mm. they have a very uh, godly and a good idea in how they're going to be missionaries in the building of mud huts. So yeah. what exactly is it about the building of mud huts? I should just say it's good. I, I might have said, I don't think I did, but I might have said that's not really a mission trip. It totally is. Totally yeah, is. I, I totally um, agree. But That's why I said just, you jokingly said. Just to clarify. Yeah, no, it is definitely a, a, um, a mission trip. So what is it that makes it a mission trip? How does, how does the building of mud huts translate into the, the compulsion that Christians have into sharing the gospel to all the earth? Because I, I, I really think it is because you can glorify God in any activity as a Christian that you can go over there and build a house and do it to the glory of God, have conversations, have them to the glory of God, eat with people, do that to the glory of God. That's what makes it missional. But mm. they're weirdly, interestingly, the same things that would make all those things missional in Kingston or in Hobart or in Launceston. I don't know. If you build a mud hut in Kingston, people <laughs> might look at you funny. Probably end up in the police station, but <laughs> yeah. probably actually have a lot more conversations with people. That's and true. And you could probably work the gospel in there quite a bit. Yeah. I built this mud hut specifically so you would come <laughs> up and ask me this question and I could tell you this very important good news that I have to tell yeah. you. Mm. And they'd well, be like, you're, you're insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. You are literally a fool for Christ. Oh, but over, quite, unashamedly and way too much of a fool. But anyway. Over the summer, I actually went uh, overseas to a, uh, a developing country and, and helped them build a roof. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> I did not. I should have. Oh, um, damn but it. The thing is, like, I, I totally agree. In, in my lead up and my preparation for that, I was like, how is this actually going to be helpful? Mm. I'm going there to build them a roof. You guys know me. I'm not a roof builder. You know, I don't have the body of a builder. I don't have doctor. the skills of a builder. Yeah. Um, I have a few skills. I do know what a hammer is. I, I understand drilling. All right. Let's call um, a spade a spade. You're probably pretty damn good at building a roof. Not, like not you're good at most things. You're probably good at building a roof. Thank you, Paul. But uh, my, my skill set is not sure. building. But I went over there uh, with with a group of guys from my, my church uh, to do that to to basically do a, a building mission trip, uh, and that was one of the things I struggled with initially was how do I do this to the glory of God mm. and how do I share my faith with these people while I'm helping them build a roof, and and, and I guess in that I, I kind of learnt that. The mission trip wasn't, especially in those short-term ones, it wasn't as much about me fa- sharing my faith with these people because these these guys already knew God. Uh, mm. The place we were going, they were they were set up. They probably had better faith than I had. Right. <laughs> um, okay. But rather, me going there and helping them out was a lot more about, uh, I guess, sharing, I guess, a common love uh, for God uh, and working together uh, to, I guess, I guess, build those Christian families uh, over ocean borders with people I've never met before. Um, and, and in that, it wasn't just me sharing my faith with these people. It was them sharing their faith with me as well so that we were able to build each other up along the way. Okay, yeah, I see I see what you're doing there. I think often we need to – it's a good distinction to make, I reckon, because it will – if the reason you're – I'm just trying to order my thoughts because they're going at 1,000 Ks now <laughs> – if we say, all right, I'm going on a mission, and really the sole, the beneficiary here is me. Like, I'm going to be edified. I'm going to be strengthened. These guys are going to have a wicked faith, and they're going to put into me. That's totally an awesome thing. Mm. Um, because then otherwise you ask the question, all right, so I'm going to spend how much money on getting across there? 
would that be better if I just sent that money there? Like if I was yeah. just overall gospel good, but then you've got the the X factor of like, actually this will be a very foundational experience for me yeah. and that will shape me and my thoughts well after um, I've arrived back home. And I reckon the gold in that is that what you learn over there, what you're encouraged with over there, you're able to bring back home. Mm. And you, you, your mission trip almost isn't about building your mission wherever you're going. It's about going there to prepare for the mission when you get home. Yeah. In that I've been encouraged by this while I was over there. Let me share this about with you. Let me show you how great my God is in the way that he is working with these people. Mm. Let me share with you the great news about God uh, because I've been encouraged by these people to do it. Uh, and, and that's where the gold is, is that those mission trips that people go on to, the short-term ones where you're going over there to get edified and built up and trained, I think they're a lot less about the mission over there but a lot more about the mission back home. I like and, that. And the, and the true mission trip actually starts when you when you land back in Australia. I like that very much. Uh, I like that very much. The sad thing is, I think, unfortunately, that people don't think about that. And they get back from mission trips and they go into a bit of a post-mission trip depression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they live at home. They, don't, they, they stop seeing God working uh, in their local community mm. because they're not helping and they're not contributing. And they're like, oh, look, nothing's happening here. Mm. I need to be going on these short-term mission trips to to find faith again. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets really sad uh, in that you, you've, you've spent this time getting getting super encouraged about uh, your faith and seeing other people work. And then you come home and you see the lack of faith people have here. Yeah. And you've gone, there's nothing I can do about this. And, and that's, that's where your, your mission trips almost failed. That's exactly right. And that's the brutal thing because... We need to, as Christians, face the fact that short-term mission is not reality. Like you're actually taking a trip out of your reality. And so you go over there, you'd have none of your normal routines, none of your normal jobs. You've got a lot more time on your plate than you usually did have to with far less objectives in your day that you have to complete. So, of course, you're going to be able to sink into the word. You're going to be able to really be edified. The real rubber hits the road when you come home back to your routine and your job and all your all your um your busy schedule, and then you're able to use that stuff then to glorify God, because otherwise you get into this weird headspace where you think I need to have a clear schedule if I'm going to do this well. Mm. Like if I'm going to glorify God in my everyday life, I just have to wipe everything. When in reality, it's not. You don't have to can everything to live to the glory of God. You just have to do everything to His glory. Mm. And that's like it's trickier. It's easy to think, how do I do a mission to the glory of God overseas? Yeah. It's much harder to be, yeah, how do I automate I reckon it's a lot harder to be a missionary yeah. in your own neighborhood in Australia Definitely. than it is to be a missionary overseas. Sure, there's like less connections over there. Yeah. There's less resources over there. But we live in a country where, and look, this might be you as well, where people hear things about faith and they go, this isn't for me. I don't want to have any discussions about this. Mm. Uh, and, and being able to share that as a Christian is really hard here. It's not um, easy. What, yeah. Do you think, I'm, I'm just having thoughts, I don't know if they make sense, but in our culture people seem to compartmentalise and they add add and take boxes from their lives, if you like. Like as Michael was just saying, some people say, well, that faith's not really for me. Some people, have they add the faith box to their life and that's what mm. they do. Other people add the sport box. And yeah. Some people um, add the art box. And I think when we come back to this culture, um, we, we're looking at a culture where we are suddenly back in a culture where our faith is a separate box to our everyday mm. stuff. And like Paul was just talking about um, do, how it's much harder to put your faith 
into your everyday life and be missional. It's because we have a missions box in our head and we're growing yeah. up with the idea of missions as another and I think thing. That's, that's, that's a huge injustice to Christian faith. Yeah. Mm. And, and I think Christians all around Australia have been dealt a, a, a really bad hand in that they've been, they've been growing up in a culture where your faith is a separate box to your life and missions is a separate box to your faith and your life together. And, and that completely goes against what we set up as the definition of missions. Mm. It's your compulsion as your life reflects what you've understood about God. Yeah. You understand what he's done for you and that just feeds into the way you want to share it with other people. Yeah. And then that, that is the mission. Yeah. And when we come back to Australia, when, when we're living amongst this culture where everything's separated out, it's like trying to say your faith is separate from you. Yeah. It's an extra option yeah. in your life. And that mission that you do sometimes, that's another sort of humanitarian aid thing. And they they shouldn't be a part of your core identity. Yeah. yeah. And we get to our early 20s and we understand that and so, and it's really hard to break the habit. Yeah. It really is. really hard to get out it of is, that. It's like... Um, it's like economics in the way that it's like it's just trickle down action. It's got to come from the top, or I suppose a better metaphor is got to come from the center. Like it's got to emanate out. Mm. Your your desire to to glorify God has to go through every single facet of your life. That and that's how it needs to be. So then instead of having boxes, yeah, your relationship with Christ informs the way you play sport or you do art, yeah, or or you go on a, a, an overseas trip to build huts, like yeah. So look, I reckon. I reckon we should probably start wrapping this up. And, and look, there are, there are, I guess, two kind of people who are listening to this. There are people who call themselves Christians and there are people who don't. Uh, and that's that's fairly straightforward. Yeah, it is. And, and for those who don't call themselves Christians, I want to say congratulations on getting to this entire <laughs> podcast that was very Christian heavy. Yeah. Um, and, and look, I want to say, look, the, the stuff we're talking about is, isn't just a box for us. It isn't just something we've tacked onto the side of our lives. Mm. Mm. It, it is... It is our core foundation of who we are because we, we believe that what Christ did for us is so huge that it overtakes everything. That it does. It, that, that, that it not only is something exciting for us to do on a Sunday, it's not just something that we subscribe to uh, on iTunes like you were a podcast. We can't even get through an entire um, podcast without mentioning in some way. Like we, we can't get through... We can't make a. I'm, I've stuffed this up, but what I meant to say, <laughs> we can't even make a podcast without mentioning. What it you're saying is, it's it's it affects our core identity because yeah. Yeah. it shapes our worldview. Yeah, it, it's so huge that it is our foundation for life. Thanks and for saving me from that one. On, no worries. On that, yeah, Michael Laws has all your thoughts better than you have your thoughts. <laughs> That's exactly um, right. I thought we should finish this by being like, okay, so we've 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 done a lot of theoretical trash talk about how going on missions doesn't mean getting on a plane. Um, we should just before we go. Uh, articulate how we, who have admittedly three fairly ordinary lives, actually do go yeah. on mission. Well, that's exactly where I was going. For for the person who is yeah, a Christian, right. yeah, right. Let's mate. say, look, yeah, as if. like, what can you be doing to be a missional Christian? Mm. As as every Christian should be. There shouldn't be a definition that is you're a non-missional Christian and you're a missional Christian. Every Christian should be a missional yeah. Christian. So if you're a Christian, how can you be missional? And, and I want to I want to share that with you uh, by our own stories. Uh, through what we do. So, mm. Paul, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I I had a like a bit of a revelation, not a divinely inspired one, um, but just I just realised that along probably about eight months ago, nine months ago, my what was going on was my schedule wasn't really reflecting my 
priorities. Mm-hmm. So I was I was um, working a lot, and the things that I thought were really important um, were tough. And I know this is going to take a different track because I said you can do Christ-centered things in every avenue, but for me, um, what that actually meant was really reducing my spending. That means I could reduce my hours at work, which then meant I I could work at a church um, for no money. So as like no no financial gain whatsoever. Which sounds I, stupid. Yeah, it does. I work two days a week as a window cleaner, and then I work three or four days a week um, at a church, mainly focusing on a, a youth program. And that's not, that, no, it's not going to look the same for everyone. Like if you're sitting there with your full-time job, you definitely don't have to be like, um, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really reduce my hours um, reduce my spending, and then so I don't have to do work much, so I can do a lot of Christian output, because we need really good Christian dentists and nurses and guys who hold and flip the road signs. Like we just need Christians in every facet of life. But for me, that's what it ended up looking: taking a, a quite a large pay cut um, and donating the the majority of my time to doing gospel ministry. Hmm. For me, as Paul alluded to with his nurse comment. Yes. Um, I work a lot and I find that I don't have as much time as, you know, I feel that I'd like to mm. um, to spread the gospel, to spend time doing church work and being involved more. Um, but then when I really think about it, I realise that every day at work I get the chance to uh, be be. Christ's light in the world and I find that nearly every time I go to work that I will get to uh, sit with an old person. Um, there's, there are a couple of old ladies that constantly mention God at work <laughs> yeah. like I asked him for a good day and look the sun's out and like just kind of in a joking way like I told I ordered that one yesterday yeah. <laughs> um, and I and I go well that's that's great um, maybe you should thank him for it. Yeah, it's awesome. You ordered it maybe yeah. you should thank him for it. <laughs> Yeah, and just getting to say things like that, and um, it's it sounds cliche, and I've heard it from so many people before, and it just kind of sounds weird. But the, when you get to a point at work where you realise not really many people know that you go to church, or you've never explicitly said I don't swear, or I'm a Christian, and I mm. don't appreciate that sort of thing. Just I'm I'm a guy. I'm a nurse and like everyone at work is a female, you know, all the staff. <laughs> You're in the staff room. They're swearing their heads off. And just in the last few months, they've just been going like, oh, sorry, Simon. It's just oh, weird. Yeah. I, yeah. And and it's not like, you know, oh, we can't do that. It's just like a kind of a respect kind of yeah. way. So I, yeah, but all those things sound cliche and you've heard them before. But for me, it's really, um, really encouraging mm. to see that my life, reflects what I think my life should be like. Yeah, yeah. Other people kind of confirming that I'm doing what I hope I'm doing. Yeah, mm. yeah. And for me, I mean, I think all of you by now would know that I'm a student and at that a medical student, which means I spend most of my di- days uh, locked away somewhere yeah. doing, doing work. And, and look, dungeons. It, I guess the good part at the moment is that I've switched over to a clinical kind of model now, uh, which is great. It means I spend a lot of time actually doing stuff with people. Uh, and I found even just in my the way I, I view my work ethic, uh, it's been an opportunity to share with people, I guess, my faith mm. uh, in that I value work and I value life mm. um, as well, particularly in the medical field. 
uh, had a chat with my supervisor today. He was talking about uh, our electives that are coming up at the end of the year and what my plans were for that and had a really good opportunity to sort of share, oh, look, uh, I'm a Christian. Uh, so one of the things I want to look into is like in the future, if uh, working overseas as a doctor mm. and using that opportunity to, to get into countries that are unreached and, and share my faith there is something possible. Uh, and we had a good chat about sort of Christian faith and, and being a doctor, which was really awesome. Nice. Um, they're, they're few and far between, unfortunately. Yeah. And look, I'd love to be the kind of guy who could be that guy who just says, you know what, I'm going to be ultra Christian, uh, cliche almost at work. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, I'm not that dude. Uh, it's not who I am. Uh, and, and part of that is, is, is understanding that you need to have a respect for an appropriate time and a place um, to share your faith. And that doesn't mean that you need to be hounding people all the time. Uh, but having that, that sense of, I have a great news and I, and I want to share this with you. How can I, how can I pique your interest and say that you want to listen to what I'm saying? Yeah, I reckon for me, it was like, I, um, I remember I was doing a master's course at uni and I basically shared my faith with every single person that I could mm. over and over. And I got to the weird stage where I'm like this, like the, the well is dry. Like there's no one else for me, um, to, to share this news with. And that was a weird conundrum because I'd never had that before. Cause I just never had that much free time and, enough willing people to talk to. But then I just realized a large part of evangelism then is not just absolutely skewering the Christian message <laughs> by the way that you act. So it's definitely, oh, yeah, you, yeah you've got to, you've got to get it out there because good deeds are like, like just being a nice person. There are plenty of nice people who aren't saved, yeah. but it's, it's about putting the message out there and living so insanely consistently with it that you, that you in a way validate it or you, yeah. you give it the credibility and you don't, you don't undermine it. Yeah. I've got this huge changing, like life-changing thing. I live for Christ now, I do all things to his glory, but I clocked out 10 minutes early every day last week. <laughs> you know, like that, yeah. it's just, that's yeah. dissonance. Yeah. And I suppose like that's one of the things you could take away from what I said is that, mm. that I'm, I, I'm a kind of person who just lives my faith, but doesn't ever share my faith. And I reckon that's, that's not what you want. And I don't do that. They have to find that balance between living your faith mm. and sharing your faith. You don't want to be just sharing your faith and not living it because then you're just a hypocrite who everybody yeah. hates. You don't want to be just living your faith but not sharing it because then you're just a nice guy and no one knows why. Yeah, you exactly. want to be a guy who lives your faith and, and is really obvious about like your actions and your intentions mm. and your integrity. But you also want to be that kind of guy who says, this is why I'm like this mm. because there's some great news that I have to share with you. Yeah, uh, right. And look, that's hard. That's hard in an Australian culture. It's hard in a workplace. But... I reckon if you stick at it and as you build relationships with people and as you gain their trust and their respect, it becomes a lot easier to be able to say, hey, look, you know, I'm a Christian. And, and look, I value my Sundays. I don't work on a mm. Sunday because I go to church. Um, I am looking for some extra time to be able to go and serve at youth group. I want to do this research project because I'm interested in finding out how the faith makes it way, its way into the medical profession or something like that. Yeah, I reckon. And also I should say, like if you are a Christian and, and you're like, yeah, I need to be more missional. Um, the, I reckon the key, the key thing here, and I'm, this is cliche, but it is, it's totally prayer. The only way you get more missional is prayer because if you, if your heart's not changed and you don't love people, whether you're, um, whether you're, you then sign up for a youth group roster or you go on the tea and coffee roster at mm-hmm. church or whether you speak in tongues or prophesy one Corinthian style and you don't actually love people, you act, you just, it's useless. You might mm. as well not be doing it because you're not doing it for the glory of God, and it's the same net result as if you didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, de- like the deaf, and then it's kind of a, a confronting place, but a good place to end up then because you're like, okay, the only way I actually change this is by having my heart change, and that's 
God's work. Like that's yeah. just not even something I have. The ball's yeah. not in my court there. Yeah. Like, and, nor is it ever in your court as a mm, Christian. Mm. No one can change your heart except for God. Yeah, that's it, right. Just, we're just sharing the news so that God can start a work. And so that's the really freeing thing just because, yeah, we would hate for people to listen to this. And I've definitely done this. I've been a huge... Um, I, I've just I've done this many many times where you you hear something you're like yeah yeah I should do more and you just do 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 and then you and you realise you haven't actually done it with with love and it's yeah it, it may mm. be like a um, like a clean gong you know waste of time yeah so for those of you who are Christians at home you've heard a bit about our stories um, now now the challenge I want to say to you is start praying about it um, ask God to change your heart and to convict you not only personally of the message but to a point where it convicts you that this affects everybody else uh, and start praying that he would change the hearts of those around you and that he would use you to help him do that uh, which is one of the great things that God can do let's do a podcast about that about uh, God's choice to use us yeah I reckon that'd be yep. that'd be fun mm. let's do it cool right. well look, that's all we've got time for today's uh, everybody I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Uh, if you've got any questions, uh, you can shoot us a, a message on Facebook or jump on Twitter. Or if you know us personally, come and chat to us in the street. We're always more than happy to share uh, anything about our lives. Or well, maybe not anything. Most things about <laughs> our lives. If anyone asks me about anything, I'll tell them. Yeah. I'm putting cool, that out there. Uh, and look, particularly when it comes to faith, um, we're happy to share anything, everything. In fact, if you guys see us uh, slipping, uh, not being missional enough as Christians, call us up on it. We'd much rather you say, hey, you on the podcast said you were going to be this, uh, and I don't see that. Uh, let us know. Uh, challenge us and keep us accountable. Do we it. appreciate it. Yep. Uh, that's all, guys. Keep living the dream, guys. It's been very, very real.